Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast, the original all-turkey, all-the-time podcast with your co-hosts Andy Galliano and Cameron Weddington. In our weekly podcast, we're going to bring you some wild turkey calling tips like this. From there, we're going to go into, she's aggravated, there's another hen that's challenged her, or she's challenging another hen, she's going to cut an excited yelp. Advice from old pro turkey hunters like this. The turkeys typically don't like, I think, more times than not, to travel in an easterly direction into the sun first thing in the morning, especially after he gets up. It's a blinding thing. It's just like you. It's hard for you to see into the sun. Mm -hmm. So if I have a choice, I'm going to try to make it so that I'm going to be on the west side in the morning east side in the afternoon of a turkey exciting live hunts like this teach you how to cook your bird with advice such as this with some fresh rosemary and garlic and then cool that off and spread that along the inside of that butterflied turkey breast that we've seasoned on both sides wildlife management tips for your property especially with turkeys like this if you look at the type of habitats that turkeys need for nesting and brooding that tends to be habitat that can be managed more successfully with growing season fire than with dormant season fire. And hopefully along the way, we'll get plenty of these. Well, on November the 28th of 1953, I was attached when I popped out of my mom and the baby doctor spanked me on the bottom. I went, oh, and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> I like that. Thank you for tuning in, and now, for this week's show. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 406, Late Season Tactics with Eddie Salter. And I am your co-host and the guy who learned that he is not allergic to turkey cock. I'm your co-host, and I can't come up with anything. I need to know the answer to that. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I had something somewhere, but now. <laughs> yeah, so I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I that my wife and I did a, a fast, and a bone broth fast, and it's just kind of a good reset for her because she's got stomach issues with you know gluten intolerance and that kind of stuff. So we did this fast. And when we finished the fast, I said, you know, I think I may want to do one of those food sensitivity tests. So you give them like, I don't know, four, five, eight hairs off the, <laughs> off your head and you ship that off. They send you a little report back and tell you what kind of food sensitivities you have. So I learned that I don't have any sensitivity to turkey hen or turkey cock. I also don't have sensitivity to beer. Pretty much everything else I've got sensitivity to. So wild turkeys, well, oh, well, venison, 
venison's another one I don't have any sensitivity to. So deer, turkey. Oh, what more do you need in life? And beer. Yeah. Well, I'm ready to roll. There you go. You're set. I mean, if you had to ask me, what do you want to be not sensitive to? There you go. Yeah. That's all you exactly. need. Exactly. <laughs> well, and just to clear things up, that is exactly the term used on the food sensitivity report that I got. <laughs> turkey hen. A male turkey. Yeah. Yeah, not not male turkey or female turkey. And I don't know why somebody would be sensitive to a male turkey and not sensitive to a female turkey <laughs> or vice versa. But it says turkey hen and no sensitivity for me. A turkey cock, no sensitivity for me on that either. So anyway, just want to clear that up. I didn't just make up the term turkey cock. It came off of this report, and it's <laughs> really strange to me. So, so somebody is really, really old school that's writing the report. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think yeah. the only time I've heard that's like in like books written in the 1800s or, or earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some, someone so. very old wrote the format for that report. So yeah. no doubt it, it was pretty interesting to do. I don't know if anybody else has ever done it, but it's pretty interesting. You know, I, I learned that I have a lot of sensitivities to things that I never knew that I had sensitivities to that I eat all the time, like cheese. And it's every kind of cheese. So that was a little bit sad. But yeah, anyway. that, uh, that's good information. I, I think the same episode you talked about that, I talk, told everybody I was trying out acupuncture. Man, I think it's working. So that's kind of crazy. But. I, I had no confidence, but after four treatments, I'm definitely pain-free on the back for the first time in three years. So something nice. to it, something to it. Nice. Well, we got us a, a heck of a show this week, and, and I'm excited to have Eddie Salter back on. We had him on probably a year and a half, two years ago to talk early season tactics, I think it was that time. Yeah. So fun to have him on to talk late season. What do you think? You want to get in and knock it out? Let's knock it out. We'll see you guys on the other side. Hey, everybody, Cameron and I are glad to tell you that we have on the phone with us today the one and only turkey man, Mr. Eddie Salter, is on the line with us today, and we're going to discuss some late-season turkey hunting tactics. And so, you know, we figure we got a, a good resource, and it's been a while since we've had Eddie on the show. We may as well just reach out to Eddie, see if we can get him on here and Pick his brain a little bit. So, Eddie, how's everything in your world? Well, man, it's great right now. Couldn't be any better. How about we all? That's the same with me. I think if it were any better, somebody would be writing a book about me. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Yes, sir. Yes, I, sir. I saw I saw two hens with five poults two days. I'm still riding a high. <laughs> well, that is. You know, uh, down here in the lower part of Alabama, where I live at, uh, you know, I was excited about our hatch this year. We basically... Uh, to me, uh, we had uh, on my little 1,200 acres that I lease and uh, take care of, I actually had uh, three different bunches of uh, little pokes. I had some that hatched off in actually the first week in April this year. So they were little pokes running around. And then uh, towards the end of April, I seen some more turkeys hatched off and then uh, seen some about six weeks ago. So, you know, and uh, in, in, hey, I, I'm excited about that. That's good. Uh, you're that right. doesn't excite you nothing. You're yeah. right. That's right. And I think that's what we need. You know, uh, you know, we we keep you know harping on our, you know, what's wrong, and ain't nobody, you know, nobody knows, and nobody can really say. I think it's just been a guessing game. So as long as we can have good hatches, though, I think we 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 can have a, you know, I think that's where 
we lose a lot of our turkeys is while they on the nest. I think them old hens. Uh, so when they get them hatched off, we we ahead of the ball game and then get them get them a couple of weeks old and then uh, I think they on the way then pretty good. Yeah, they get that on. Yep, I agree. Well, you're one of the few people that I've talked to in Alabama that you know has mentioned that we that we had a pretty good hatch. So I'm glad to hear it. You know, I I think that. I've seen a few poles, not many, not near what I would like to see. And, you know, we, I think, are are getting enough to either keep the population steady or, you know, slow the downturn a little bit. But, yeah, we could use about two or three good hatches all across the entire state and really southeast. And probably you could you could say the entire country to well, really get this I, thing turned around. I think so. I think you right dead on right there. You spot on there. I think it, uh, it it's kind of, you know, for some reason, it seems like it's been on the downhill slide. And so maybe we can, uh, we can get this turned around. I sure hope we can. Yeah. Yep. Totally agree. So how did your turkey season end up this year? <laughs> it wasn't, uh, in Alabama, it, it seemed like it wasn't, wasn't as good as it's been in the last couple of years. And, uh, uh, and, and, and the thing that bothered me was that, and, uh, that I ain't got no answer for is that I know, like I was talking about my lease over there, I had, a I had several cameras out around and about and was getting pictures of three or four different gobblers, uh, you know, still strutting and, uh, you know, here in different areas. But, you know, I went four straight mornings right there that didn't hear a turkey gobble. And of course that was around. I want to say around April the 8th through the 12th or something, something like that. It was, uh, right there when they should have been really gobbling good. But, uh, and, uh, you know, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to kill a turkey that don't gobble. And, uh, uh, you know, I could have probably sat around some of these field areas, uh, and just just sit waiting and waiting and waiting and, uh, and probably, you know, kill the turkey, but I didn't, you know, I just, I wanted to hear him gobble and go to him. And, uh, and, uh, you know, so, and, and that's the thing too, you know, you, you were talking about maybe talking about something on, on late season. And, uh, you know, that's exactly how you got to hunt them. A lot of times is, you know, if you got cameras up and you see in turkeys or whatever, it's just, you know, just, uh, be patient with them and go in there and set up. And, uh, I have went in a many a time and just, you know, especially more later on in the season and build a blind and, and just, just, just sit and wait on them and call a little bit every now and then don't overcall. And, and the reason I want to build a blind, you know, cause, uh, chances are, uh, old Turkey, he's in there on, and, and you'll never know that he's in the world and all at once there he is right there. He ain't gobbled or he ain't done nothing. He just appears. And then you can, you know, you can adjust your gun to be able to get a good shot at him. If, if you ain't got that blind built, you know, and I'm talking about one that's kind of, uh, you know, a little over knee high where you can you know, take in, if you're setting them against a tree or wherever, you can take and move your gun around, from, you know, from left to right without him picking it up. If you ain't doing that, if you ain't going in and, and, and covering up your gun movement, you ain't going to kill the turkey. I have killed a lot of turkeys late season like that, but I I want to say one of the biggest things is uh is not call too much. I think I think we interest. I mean I think and we, it's hard to it's hard to do because we love to we love to call we love to hear ourselves call 
I guess. I don't know what it is, but it seems like all of us do the same thing. We just get out there and we call and we call and we call. And uh, I think I think we need to do that. We need to be aggressive in the, in the early part of spring, but I think we need to taper off towards the tail end. I think them old gobblers, they already can tell if that's a, a, you know, a Prebost call or if that's a Quaker Boy call or Hunter <laughs> Specialty or Eddie Salter. They already know it. You know, they got it down. They can tell you what it is. It's on a box or a mouth call or whatever. They already heard it. So, you know, we need to learn to tone it down. But I think, I think the biggest thing, and I'll shut up and then let y'all comment on it. I think, I just think the biggest thing, we, we, we end up maybe not being as patient as we ought to be. I, I think that's a, a good point. And I, <laughs> I think a lot of times that's us throughout the entire season. Oh, I not agree. Just, I, not just last I, season, but yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, but you know, the thing is, it seems like you know, the turkeys are not aggressive. It, they don't gobble near as much in the latter part of the season. And sometimes, you know, they do. Sometimes you get them. And, and, and actually, I was talking to some guys around, you know, Wilcox County over that way. Uh, uh, old Big Daddy and them, he, I think he he's had a radio show. and Well, he has a radio and he's done some podcast stuff, but I was, uh, you know, talking with him the other day, and he said the guys done good that last week of the season. You know that that run into May. You know they, they you know they stretched our season out into May. And uh, but I was, uh, you know, I was off in Kansas uh, hunting out there, and uh, so I wasn't here. I couldn't comment on it. I I actually missed, you know, I basically missed the last three weeks of our season or so here, in, you know, in Alabama. So I couldn't tell you one way or the other what what did y'all hear on that latter part that last just say the last 10 days of the season what did y'all hear about uh from some of y'all's uh viewers and stuff or listeners well i can tell you personally i heard a lot of tweety birds i got you i got you i got you yeah but, so uh, I, i'm in west tennessee and they were still doing it pretty strong right there to the last of the season here but we're a little bit north of you so. oh yeah Oh, yeah. Well, you should still be, you know, in May, y'all should still be, you know, gobbling good up there. You know, uh, I, I think I think we go back, you know, we, we talk about predators, uh, you know, bothering us a lot. And they do. And I think I think now we got so many predators that, that we do have the, the nest broke up so much that these turkeys, uh, a lot of times, you know, when they break up, then they go back through a period of breeding right there. And it you know, it's just like, you know, early spring, they going back through that ritual of, of gets that old gobbler motivated. And, you know, that's why sometimes you can pick up and you can hear a turkey's gobbling. And then, you know, and then here's another note on it too. Uh, you know, when that old gobbler, when that old hen gets broke up and that old gobbler's got girls right there side of him, just about, he ain't far from them, you know, roosting and, uh, they fly down you know, and he's with them. He ain't got to gobble, so he ain't got to go looking for hens. He's got his girls with oh, yeah. him. And and you know, used to be it wasn't as many predators, so the turkeys didn't get broke up as much. So that old gobbler would go through a period he didn't have no hens. And uh, you know, a lot of times I uh, I think I think we w- w- it's more of that going on than what we give it credit. Yeah, I I could not agree with you more. And you know, it's taken a lot of conversations with some biologists to kind of prove that point to me and and looking at some of their stats and you know as far as the the data that they have about 
nests being destroyed and hens re-nesting and that kind of thing. And and I agree. I think we've just gone to, at least in probably the vast majority of the Southeast, and I can't speak for many other parts of the country, but we've gone to a period where we don't have that late season, you know, with that five to seven day period in the late season where the old gobbler feels like he's going to lose his mind if he can't find a girl you know and is just gobbling his brains out on the roost gobbling his brains out on the ground and is lonely all day long i just don't think we're we're seeing that those periods anymore because they there are so many hens that are having nests get destroyed so I you're right and, yeah. and you know another another you know i'm just you know just trying to think off the cup that 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 i have been successful in the late part of the season of by gobbling a little bit, you know, by, you know, using a gobble box or having something that, that I can gobble on and which I got a little old box, just old double-sided box that, that, that I gobbled up a many a turkeys with just, uh, you know, just get out there and, uh, and, and, and gobble some because in a, you know, later part of, you know, uh, the season, it, it gets, starts getting into the, summer mode and old gobblers are get try to get back together and a lot of times we're looked that they you know are you know they already gonna went through it and it's tapered down and and in some cases might be over with just about but you know turkeys gobble to get back together they looking for company and old gobblers are a lot of times and uh you know they they have grouped back up together and uh uh i you know an old man give me, you know, give me, he told me that years ago. He said, man, you, you know, a lot of part of the year, you can gobble up turkeys better sometimes than you can any other time of the year. So that might be something that, you know, then just get you a little simple double-sided box or, or there's a snuff can or they some of these other type, you know, uh, you know, calls out there that you can gobble on and uh, might be something, you know, that you want to look at. Yeah. yeah. You said, you said that you late season typically don't call as much does that does that also mean that when you do call you're probably not calling as loud as well well you know uh i i, I still call pretty loud because uh you know uh you got so much foliage on the trees and stuff uh at turkey you know if i get a turkey answering me i immediately you know start toning it down but you know the foliage on the tree and stuff you know your sounds Especially in big, pretty hardwoods, you sound not going to carry, not going to carry near as far as it would, you know, when in the early part of the season, there's no leaves on the tree. So, you know, I just kind of run that back and forth. But I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, I think that's that's another problem we have is we ended up calling too loud. I think it's hunters with we, we, we these calls and we crank down on them and uh, we can easily get too much volume to turkeys. I think, uh, you know, I kind of you know, crank it up a lot of times to get them, get them going. And then I just back way off of it. I turn that dial down below halfway. I, you know, I got it on high volume and then I go down below halfway and stay on the lower side of it. Right. Yeah. I have a question about gobbling at them. A lot of people say they gobble at them, but I'm curious when you are gobbling, how are you doing that? The only one I've ever gobbled up and I've just now started trying that the past two or three years probably and the way i did it i guess is every time he gobbled i tried to cut him off and it seemed like it hacked him off pretty bad but i was wondering kind of what's your strategy at gobbling it well what that that works good right there uh especially i you know if if i'm gonna be aggressive gobbling 
I, I'm I'm gonna do that in part of the season. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of you know it, you know they it, it's you, you gonna hear more turkeys gobbling in the early part of the season anyhow, and in the later part they just they, they taper off. And then, but it, you know I gobble it to them or you know I get out there a lot of times and I use it to make turkeys gobble. I, I get them cranked up, and you know a lot. Of, so many times early part of the season, I'll gobble just to get them cranked up, and I may not ever gobble no more. I, I just start using, you know, my conventional, you know, hen calls and stuff. You, I like to use multiple calls. I like to, you know, early season, uh, maybe a slate call and a mouth call combination mixed together. And uh, But now, you know, getting out there late season, like if we was to go set up, and I try to, a lot of times get in the areas if, if I got – trail cameras out where I know I'm in a gobbler's area uh, just go set up and gobble once or twice. It's nothing I'm going to just constantly gobble and uh, but just gobble once or twice and then hit some, you know, hit some hen calls and uh, that's how, you know, and I don't know a lot of times if, if I killed them by gobbling up to them or they they heard me calling too because I'll mix it together, you know. I'll, I may start out just, you know, hit time or two and then get in there with strong hen yips and then answer myself with a box call and then you know i'll shut up and then it might be give it you know a couple minutes and i go to the same series and come back in there and cut myself off and then i'll just quit you know and uh yeah and then all at once i've had turkeys or you know gobble or either they'll just come on in and you hear them strutting or you just they'll come on in you know, being lucky enough to you know, get one shot that way. And, uh, but, uh, ordin- ordinarily, uh, uh, it's, uh, is it, I don't just get out there and I'm, I, I'm never really aggressive goblin. I'm just kind of, you know, if that turkey seems like he likes, it, then I might feed it to him a little bit more. And other than that, I'll just have a little bit and just put it, you know, and another thing too, when we talking goblin, uh, look where you at. Don't, you know, if you're looking at public ground and you just, uh, walking around, uh, you know, you're standing a big chance you could get shot. So make sure, you know, anytime that you gobble, make sure you try to be, uh, for, of course, you know, we don't ever know who's in the woods with us anyhow, but, uh, I wouldn't let that scare me, but be careful with it also. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Are there certain areas that you like to try to focus on in late season, like habitat wise? Yeah, well, if you can, is is try to picture out, you know, if it's clover patches or some some areas that you know turkeys would be feeding in, you know, cornfields, edges of cornfields, you know, food plots and different things that, you know, right around food. I mean, I kind of look at it like, you know, you're deer hunting. You know, you're going to get around food to be successful, you know, deer hunting. And so you got to, you know, you got to be where they're going to be at. That's the uh you, uh, you can't kill turkeys and they ain't, you can't find them or you can't get there. Uh, uh, they're going to be hanging around uh, wh- wherever they can get a meal at most of the time. You know, of course, that in the hardwoods and different things, it's hard to say. Uh, you just have to, that depends on you have to stretch your more legs out and get out there, get in the woods and see if you can find where they've been scratching at a good bit or, or that best you uh it's tough, you know, late season, you know, I, I, I do not like late season hunting. 
you know, I like to hear that turkey gobble. I like to go to him. And to me, you just don't hear as many turkeys gobble in the later part of the year uh, season than you do in the early part. And, and you know, in the early part of the season, I treat it, I'm real aggressive. I'll do a lot more calling. Uh, then in towards the middle part of the season, I'll break it down. And then towards the tail end, uh, if I do get a turkey goblin, I, I don't go in there, you know, get too aggressive with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had several people tell me, you know, late season that they like to kind of concentrate their efforts around some nesting habitat, you know. So for us in Alabama, you know, those those clear cuts that have grown up a little bit and, you know, those select cuts that have grown up a little bit and they try to concentrate their efforts in those areas. They said that, you know, they seem to, to find gobblers cruising through those areas looking for hens i guarantee you that's a that's a good thing to, to bring up right there and you know a lot of times if you can get on these old uh these old logging roads or these little old dirt road tri- type deals around some of these, you know clear-cut areas and 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 i'm i'm the world's worst of looking for tracks i'm constantly looking you know see if i can see a gobbler track right there see if i see any strut marks or anything you know sometimes i found where they they'll be using the area and Seems like they're they using it pretty good, and uh, you know you'll find tracks all up and down there. If I find where, you know, especially strut marks where they've been walking up and down, that's where I'm gonna spend. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go spend some time right there. I'm gonna go spend, you know, close to you know 35, 40 so hours sitting around and you know yapping a little bit every now and then to see if I can get that old gobbler coming back through that area and checking it out. It's a reason for it. He's probably has got a hen nesting. You know, he knows it's an old hen been nesting right around there that he has all went, you know, already went through the breed cycle with. And but he's looking to see if she's still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The do you have a, a trick on staying cool in late season, like bringing a portable air conditioner or something like that with you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a hey, I, I, that's a good idea. You ain't giving me a good idea. <laughs> you just need a long extension cord, don't you? That's right. I need to develop some kind of quiet uh, air conditioner right there or something. That, uh, you know, I tell you what, I had to do though. I, a lot of times, I I started using uh, this leafy suit. Uh, Titan makes one that uh, that uh, you know. I just I hunt in a pair of, of drawers, seems like, and uh, just put that. Uh, put that leafy suit on and it it helps me get by only bad thing is it you know you you get in a briar thicket with it, it's liable to pull it off of you every now and then but uh, <laughs> uh, uh one thing about you know about that is that you know you got to be careful with the insects and uh, you know yeah. we seems like you know when i first started hunting in alabama now the, i mean years and years ago I didn't have never have no problem with ticks but now i can't hardly get in the woods without you know, if you ain't sprayed down well good, you're gonna get ticks all over you and so that's something you come out late season you you really need to be careful of is being out there and uh I tell you it's uh with all this Lyme disease now, it's uh, it's sadly to say that uh you know, it's uh, takes a lot of the fun out of it out there. Yeah. Yeah. What you'd mentioned this a few minutes ago talking about when we were, when I asked you if you're if you kind of toned down your calling and you said yeah typically not because there's more foliage on the trees and that kind of thing so are you just a little strategy talk are you because there is so much foliage trying to 
if you can get one to respond, trying to get a little bit closer to him late season? Or have you found that if you can get one to respond, that he's pretty willing most of the time to come to you and that distance doesn't really matter as much late season as maybe it does early season? Well, you know, uh, actually, uh, you know, if I can get one to gobble, uh, it depends on how far I feel like it. I really look at my setup, you know, in what direction, you know, sometimes I've readjusted my setup uh, in the direction I felt like it would come and uh, hopefully, you know, can get him in there. But, you know, a lot of times I feel like uh, we, we make a lot of mistakes trying to go to him and uh, because uh, he may not be quite as far as you think he because you can't hear as far either. And uh, I know mm-hmm. I have done that times. Uh, uh, especially when it gets full foliage and, and trying to get in there and get closer to a turkey. And, and he was a lot closer than I thought he was. Uh, you know, I think, actually, I think that's what we ought to, you know, as a hunters is go in and try to get a good setup. And then if you don't come on in there, you know, 30, 40 minutes, and you still, you still gobbling over there, then it's time to really look at getting closer or, or trying to, you know, look at a different, uh, you know, sometimes I've actually backed up away from them and go way out around and, you know, try to come in there from the backside of them a little bit or something in a completely different area. And, you know, some of that is, uh, could be a little small stream of water or it can be an old hog fence, we call it, that, that you know, it, it's, it's a reason, you know, I have I have seen them wouldn't even cross a, a gravel road or old dirt road. They'd stay on one side of it and wouldn't cross it to come to you, you know. And for why that I wish I could tell you why. And but uh, you know, but give him a chance to come in there. If you make one gobble, get you a good setup, and then if he ain't coming in there in thirty, forty minutes, then it's time to you know maybe back up and and try to adjust on him. Hopefully, if if. Uh, you know, that's why I care crow call. Hopefully, if, if if he don't come on in there, then I can hammer on that crow call, get him gobbling. Then I then I pick, you know, which way I want to go. If I want to go to the left, if I want to go to the right, and try to circle in there on the turkey and try to, you know, really completely set up on it, different, mm-hmm. you know, than where I was yeah. at. Yeah. Have Have you noticed? I figure you've probably killed five or ten turkeys in your day. Have you noticed late season is when they typically will be toting some serious daggers. Well, uh, you know, I really hadn't. I have killed a lot of good turkeys late season because uh, seems like seems like them turkeys are real boss turkeys in early parties. Mm-hmm. But but seems like to me, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It just it gets it just gets cautious more. I mean, the turkeys that's cautious seems like the later part of the season. I don't know if is that if that's because you know seems like. That turkey's real anxious, you know. He's been waiting. He's been waiting uh, ten months for this to happen or so, and you know, all at once it starts happening, and uh, you know, he uh, he's fired up about it, and he seems like he'll make a a lot more mistakes in a, you know, in early part of the season, unless he's got hens with him. And if he's got a lot of hens, like to make them. So, but uh, but it's been a lot of to answer your question. Yes, it's been a lot of older turkeys killed in later part of the season because uh, you know. They uh, they ain't got the hens, and you know, and then they'll, and then they will come in looking for them hens. And I got my grandson just broke out here with me, so if y'all hear something, I'm out here on the porch. He decided he'd come out here and and join us, I guess. But anyhow, it's nothing like 
killing an old big turkey uh, late in the late, you know, latter part of the year right there because you can sit there and say, well, you know, uh, this old boy right here, you know, he didn't, he may not have paid me no attention a month ago, but now, you know, here he is. Are you basically late season now hunting the gobblers pretty much the same way you do when they're hinned up since they're, you know, we just talked about how it seems like they are never without hens during our hunting season anymore. But are you hunting them the same way and just maybe, you know, like you said, just not calling as much since they're generally a little bit more call shy towards the end of the of the season? Yeah, I'm I'm on I'm on adjust I'm on adjust uh, a little bit of my calling and uh, but basically I'm on I'm gonna hunt them the same way. Uh, you know it's uh uh. And, and I, I, I guess, I guess I'm gonna say that I'm gonna try to read, read that turkey. I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to see if, uh, it, you know, if, if, if he's liking it, you know, if he's liking a particular call, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him and, and, you know, I'm gonna hit him with it a little bit more. I'm, uh, it's just, uh, seems like though that I think that the thing that helps me is I'm not, I'm not near as patient with him in the early part of the season. I, you know, I think it's one that I want to try to cover a lot more ground, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm hoping I can find one that's got beat up at that, that uh, and uh, you know so I'm gonna I'm gonna cover a lot more ground, but in the latter part of the season I know I got to I got to go in there, you know oddly to say I may go in and 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 hunt all afternoon in one particular area right there that I know I'm in the area where. I know I've you know been seeing some turkey tracks and I know that he's hanging out in uh, where you know I, I I'm not that way in the early part of That's interesting. That's a good point. Yeah, I'd say I'm similar. I tend to kind of target a turkey late season compared to like oh well this one's not working out let's go find another one. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you know uh, that's a you know that's a bad thing about it. Seems like the uh, the, the the one we're looking for in the early part of the season, that goblin two year old, he's he's probably gonna got his feathers dusted off pretty good, and uh, <laughs> he he ain't around. Somebody deep freeze or but you know he, he's gone. And uh, but uh, you know uh, it's just uh, you know it's just odd though that uh, you know like me this year having pictures on cameras and stuff, and uh, uh, you know. Uh, and, and, and you know, not hear them gobble, and uh, and that's just that bothered me. And I don't know, you know, I I heard some other people had the same thing during, and it might have just been, you know, might have just been that lull. You know, sometimes we'll go see, and it's oddly to say, and 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 this is something that the, the listeners ought to, you know, remember right there. If you go in an area and you hunt it several times, that don't mean you know, like April the you know eighth, ninth, and tenth, and twelfth, or somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, that doesn't mean you shouldn't go back in there a week later and, uh, you know, you may have turkeys gobbling all over the place. It might just been a period of time and, and, you know, what goes on in them old gobblers, you know, mind why they ain't gobbling. I don't know. And uh, so, you know, you know, you were talking about biologists earlier a while ago and I'm going to bring this point up too. You know, I was told by several different folks that the biologist says that our turkeys down here in South Alabama don't, uh, don't do any serious breeding to the last week in March. You know, they just said that they just, you know, that's when it, that's when, you know, that's why they talking about letting season come in so late, you know, but why did I see baby turkeys, uh, April one for, I reckon they had a 
they got an early start and got it done early, didn't they? So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit, bit sarcastic there. But I, I actually loved our season <laughs> when we come in March the 15th. I don't care anything about hunting turkeys when it's 100 degrees. And I'm going to argue with them. Be scared to say you got a limit of four right now. Tennessee, y'all moved down too, didn't you? Yeah, we're we're at two bird limit and our yep. season starts April fifteenth and goes through Memorial Day now. Yeah. Nice and hot that that last week. Suntan suntan oil out up there, ain't but <laughs> I would you know, I wouldn't mind, you know, if we you know, eating cut, I would take turkeys to two. I'd I'd vote for that. But let us come in and enjoy, you know, getting out there and hunting them in that good goblin period. I, I believe our turkeys are you know, most of our turkeys are breeding. They breeding in February and first of March here. They, I, they can say what they want to. In South Alabama, I don't know about up around Birmingham, up in that area, but we we getting it done early down here. But I don't know. So there again, that you know, I, that's what they were talking about. Big Daddy and them talking about them boys were talking about. Well, maybe they they got it right. But to me, it's a it's a deal where we need to enjoy when we hunting out there, not. Not you know, not taking that portable air conditioner with us like you were talking about. So, you know, and I don't want to open up a can of worms. I don't want to open up a can of worms, but I still believe it. I would love to still see our season, you know, at least come in March the twentieth, anyhow, like it. So, but they talking about not letting us come into April one. Yeah, and yeah, you know, I've said this several times on this show before, and I believe it to be true. And I think you can look at. Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia. And I think you could take each of those three states and split them somewhere right about the halfway point going north to south. And you could have a season open a week to 10 days earlier than the northern, you know, the southern half could open a week to 10 days earlier than the the northern half. And because I've hunted north Alabama and I've hunted south Alabama early season. And is night and day difference well it is it is you know i've actually hunted i've left down here you know and uh and and you know seems like the dogwood just getting ready to bloom down here and then go up north alabama and the leaves are not eating on the trees yet yeah and, and so, yeah you know and so you know it's different in it right there but you know and that's probably going to be an argument we're going to be talking about you know. but anyhow <laughs> i you know back when i first started turkey hunting it would always come in march and then maybe Maybe I was spoiled, and uh, you know, then they let, started letting me come in on the fifteenth, you know. And uh, but we were we were good down here. I think you know we were our turkeys. I think gets uh, gets bred and early on. And, but but anyhow, that wasn't what y'all. I mean, I didn't want to bring up something that you know y'all wasn't ready to talk about. I wanted to talk about today. And don't worry so, about that. I just think that you know one thing that I can just put the nail in the coffin right there is. It's being patient. You t- spend a little bit more time out there, pick you a good area. You know turkeys are in in late part of the season, and just put your time in right there, and I think you'll be successful. Have it ain't, you, you know, you you got to have got to have a good mind. It ain't gonna be, you know, it ain't gonna be going out there cranking up turkeys all every time you go out there. But but if if you'll put your time in and and spend a little extra time out there in late season, I think you'll be successful. Yeah. Have you? noticed or found that you have any more or less success afternoon hunting late season a lot of times it's, it's just it's hard for me and i think it, i said it a while ago it's just hard for me to get out there when it gets up to 100 degrees seems yeah. like in a, 
afternoon. It, it's just hard for me to, to get out there in the right frame of mind. And, and it, I think that's just, I think it's me more so than, I think you'd be successful in the afternoon. You spend time out there. But if I had to pick one, I'm more of a morning person, I think, in the latter part of the season. And that's All just right. due to being so, get so hot. And the, yeah. I actually think turkeys, I think turkeys too, when it gets on up pretty hot, they'll go hang, hang around the shade trees and they'll just, I've just seen them just hang out and not do anything. Just hang out. Well, right. If you were covered in, in black feathers, you'd probably want to do the same thing. That's <laughs> probably, probably right. Yeah. And uh, I'd be, I'd be hanging out at the river. That's in right. My, that's in right. my bathing suit for sure. So. Well, this is this has been good. I've enjoyed this, and no, don't don't apologize about getting off topic because if we're talking wild turkeys, it's on topic. So, I got yeah. you. Well, I got and, you. Well, you know the, the the main thing is is you know I think we all kind of got spoiled, and uh, you know sometimes we had we had to adapt to the turkeys. You know we love to you know we love to hear them gobble. You know early part of the year seems like they're gonna be gobbling and they more aggressive and. Uh, we're going to have to adapt to the turkeys a lot of times. You know, we don't want to, but that's what we got to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I wholeheartedly agree and Andy about the, we've said it all the time. I just, I can't imagine being a public land Georgia turkey hunter that doesn't get to start till April 9th and living down there on the Florida border. I mean, that's just, that's pretty late. Yeah. You're right. I don't get why they're, plenty of states have zones i mean tons of them and i don't know why i mean even tennessee the mountain regions in east tennessee compared to west tennessee swamp turkeys they're two different ecosystems they're just going to be different so i totally agree with you on that oh yeah oh yeah well we'll what i you know one thing too is you know for the listeners it's that regardless what state you live in tennessee georgia alabama when your season comes in uh, if you know, if I got a vacation, I want to take it that first first week. I'm going to spend as much time out there in the early part of the season. And I think it's more of enjoyable, more turkey gobbling. And so as a hunter, I think you need to build your uh, turkey season around, uh, you know, that first two weeks, to be honest with you. Mm. Well, if uh, Tennessee changes where we can only hunt them in July, I'll probably still be out there. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. In, in Alabama, <laughs> Uh, and, that's, and that's what I was telling everybody, you know, I love to hunt, even if it was, a, you know, we get we get rabbit season coming in here. I, you know, with a stick, I'd probably figure out a way to try to get out there and hunt rabbits with a stick or something. But we ain't hardly got no rabbits no more, so that'd be a pretty hard chore. The coyotes kind of took care of them. But I'm just making a remark. I love hunting. I don't care what kind of, you know, if it's dove hunting. And I'm excited about that coming up here for long. And, uh, you know, I love it all. Yeah, yeah yep. absolutely. totally agree. And you're right. It will be dove season before you know it. Yeah, that's right. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yep. Not bad. Well, Mr. Eddie, I always enjoy talking. Well, y'all know I got plenty of time this time of the year. I'm kind of hard to run up and run down in the spring. Seems like I got a, <laughs> a lot going on. But, man, y'all called me some more. And, let's, we, we, you know, I, and I'm just uh, I'm just an old turkey hunter that, that I don't mind giving you my opinion about stuff and that don't mean it's right all the time but you know i tell you what i enjoy it i enjoy talking about it so thank y'all for you know giving me a shout here and y'all get all the listeners get ready and go shoot some dove get out there and take a kid out there with you absolutely hey before we cut you loose do you want to 
talk about your calls a little bit and tell the listeners where they can pick up some of your some of your calls? Yeah, they can just they can go on my website and just you know go to theturkeyman.com and you know they can check out what I got. I'm working on some new stuff right now, and but I won't have it available till you know till a little later on. I'm actually sure. worked on a, a, a neat little project this year. That of course this is just for the Alabama fans now. Uh, Dr. Kane, he worked on both of my shoulders. I had both my shoulders done here recently, Rotator Cup and. I got to know him. I've been knowing him for a long time. He's a orthopedic, worked at Andrews Clinic right there in Birmingham. Uh, but anyhow, Mark Brenner, he's a good friend of mine. It's about like my son that manages, uh, keeps up, help keeps up Dr. King's property. He got a big walnut tree that blew over on the Cahaba River right there. And it was mm. it's big around your kitchen table just about. It was a big old, I don't know how old that, that old tree was. I bet it was 300 years old. But we got it. And I actually, my brother-in-law's got a meal down here. We, we, we cut it up and I helped meal some of it, but anyhow, dry killed it and I built some turkey calls out of it. So it's a Alabama. I got, I had to, you know, for the, for the rights right there at Alabama, I had to got a big old a emblem put in it. And, uh, I built 250 of them. I'm going to have them ready to go with Dr. King's signature and uh, mine on it. So I'm going to have them ready to go him so long and I'll let everybody know about it. So, that's one of my new projects. That's pretty cool. I may have to buy one of those for Cameron. I'll tell you I'll what. I'll be it's, all right. Uh, he going to see you, ain't he? He wants one with orange in it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to have to come in orange. It's coming here. There you go. Well, I don't blame you about that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's uh, that's good, too. But I, Nothing I to do with the quality. You know, I know I, it sounds good. <laughs> but anyhow, that's, uh, it, it made some beautiful calls, that black wall. Oh, that I did. And I thought it was pers- uh, pretty personal there. We we getting them, uh, you know, just build 250 of them. But anyhow, y'all y'all check me out and man, just give me a call back. And I appreciate everything here. Thank you, Eddie. We appreciate your time and appreciate you sharing your knowledge with us. And not just on this show, but what you do all around for for us turkey hunters and all the seminars and everything that you do. We we appreciate you a whole lot. All right, brother. I appreciate y'all. Thank you here. All right. Have a good one. See ya. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Yes, sir. All right, Cameron. Bye-bye. Man, I always enjoy listening to Eddie talk turkey. I know. I I have to fight the urge every time to be like, hey, Eddie, can you do the owl? Oh, yeah. You know, I feel like that's going to, next time he comes on, I'm just going to lead with that. Like, hey, man, could you you lead us in with the owl? Yeah, that's just iconic. That's like turkey hunting icon right there, the the owl. You nailed it. You nailed it. Uh, Some great tips. Yeah, good information. He's he's a great guest because he he kind of can carry the conversation. He just goes on and he'll hit a bunch of different topics at once, which is great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we, yeah. you and I get guests on here from time to time that, that'll kind of just take off and go, and then they'll. It seems like they always reach out to us after we hang up the phone. They reach back out and they say, "Hey, sorry for dominating the conversation." No, that's what this is. If you don't talk, yeah. we have no show. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's definitely the better option here. Yeah. So one, two, three, go, you know, yeah. and Eddie's definitely that way. I, I enjoy him. He's a great guy and, and a wealth of knowledge. And, you know, like I said there at the end of the interview, he's always been so willing to share information and, and you know, to put on seminars not just for the NWTF, but for shows around the country and just, you know, just a great all around guy. So that was fun. Yeah, no doubt. 
hope you guys enjoyed that we have one more guest and then andy and i'll do our rendition and that'll conclude our late season series yep and i've got a favor of the week let's hear it so if you guys listening in the dog days of summer have any other series topics that you would like for us to cover reach out to us you can reach out to me on social media on instagram is probably the best way to do it or you can email me andy at i am turkeyhunting.com and cameron how can they find you then go email's great cameron.weddington at gmail.com cameron.weddington at gmail.com and you can email me that hey if you have a topic go ahead and send a guest you'd like to hear cover the topic with it if you can oh man how about that for a double favor of the week yeah i want to hear so and so talk about blank that's what we want to know so that'd be really helpful to us yes indeed awesome that was a good add-on so all right well i'm gonna let you go all right see you, you sad? later guys <laughs> so you, long you sound sad you just got real quiet there for a second but all right well then let's wrap this thing up and you and i will talk again soon with another great guest to cover late season tactics excellent thank you guys so much for tuning in this week we know that you have choices we appreciate you spending your time with us we hope you have a wonderful week and we look forward to seeing you again next week goodbye goodbye thanks for tuning in you were just listening to the turkey hunter podcast if you enjoyed the show please go on over to itunes and leave a five-star review And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.